Hey you. Happy, 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 happy new year. Oh my God. Happy new year already in you family. I am so, so, so happy um, that we are in 2023. Hello. We were talking about it for a while and now we are here. And I know you haven't heard from me all through the month of January. And that's because, um, you know, I kind of just took that month off, right? Just to make sure I start the year right. It's important to end the year right, but it's also important to start the year right. And my church was doing 21 days, um, starting from the 9th to the 29th. And so, you know, I just really wanted to focus, right? Because, again, I think it's important to start your year properly. Um, not even just from a standpoint of, oh, let me, let me grind. You know how we do. Let me get my mind right. Let me focus. And I think, you know, I think those things are great. Don't misunderstand me. But more so from a point of where I'm standing, because that's what fasting does. Fasting puts you in your proper place, right? So that the Lord can be the Lord. Um, it reminds you how much you need him. It reminds you um, how fallible you are without him. Um, and it really just puts you back in your place. And I think one of the things that, you know, we can start to deal with as believers is just the self-reliance. I'm good. Right. And even if you don't say it, I don't think any of us actually say that. Uh, well, at least I hope not. Hello. But even if you don't actually say it, you could actually live that way and not realize it, you know, and in, in, in just going about your day to day life without this understanding that Lord, every step that I take every breath that I make, every every move, um, every plan, every every everything. Um, I need you. I need you to help. I need you to walk this thing with me, right? I'm walking in your steps and not my own. You're the one that's inflating my diaphragm so that I can inhale. You're the one um, that's giving me the ideas, you know, for how to do this and how to do that and how to do this. And I think something about fasting where (laughs) you're hungry hello um reminds you like i am listen i am all the way feeble all the way frail um and this is only i am only being held up by the lord and so yeah i took the month of january off to refresh pour into myself um and make sure right that we're starting 2023 um in a proper place so Happy New Year. I know it is a month past, but Happy New Year because it's the first time I'm talking to you in this year. Um, So I'm wishing you a fabulous New Year. And let me tell you something. I'm excited. I know I say this all the time and it's cool. Don't get tired of it. Um, But I'm excited. I'm excited for what God is going to do this year. Um, He's already started. Listen, last night, I wrote something on my, and I'm not, I I know I'm being evasive and I know that's annoying, right? Don't you hate when people get up and testify and don't even testify? It's what I'm about to do now and I'm sorry. Um, But I wrote a couple things on my, um, um, so I think 14 things I wrote that I'm asking the Lord to do for me or do with me in the year um, 2023. And that's an important distinction. And if you haven't done that, I'm going to ask that you do that, right? Because it's really, really important. Have some expectations for this year. Okay. It's something that I have been doing since I was a child. Um, and I think it's a result of the, the, the church that I grew up in, um, where, you know, you name your year, this is the year of blah, 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 based on this scripture. 
and then you write the things that you want God to do for you, whether it's prayer points or just requests. Um, and I think I said this recent in a, in a recent episode, I can't remember. Um, but one of the things that my pastor, uh, was saying to us is don't delegate your dreams to the Lord. And so that really hit me hard. I think I, yeah, I think I did say this in a, in a recent episode that hit me hard because I think that for the past, what, maybe 20 years, if, if that many, I have been just writing this list and leaving it in my Bible, leaving it in my notebook and saying, Lord, do this. Lord, do this. It's 14 things. It's 12 things. It's 11 things. It's 15 things. Do this for me to the glory of your name. Thank you so much. And goodbye. You write, you write that in your, in your notebook and you just close it. And, um, when she said that, I was just like, wait now, that's true. Like there are certain things that only the Lord can do, right? There are certain things that I, I don't have the ability to do because I'm not God, because I'm not his son. I'm not Holy Ghost because I'm not an angel and X, Y, Z. Now, uh, I don't have the ability. So let me think of an example. Um, uh, healing, right? If, if, if you're looking for healing, for example, are there things that you can do to promote your healing? Absolutely. But are you going to heal yourself? You cannot, you didn't create yourself. You can't heal yourself. Now we know that healing comes from above. The Bible tells us that healing is the children's bread. And so now we have to eat the bread. We have to walk in that healing, um, and to receive the healing. Um, and so, so in a way it's not necessarily what you're going to do for yourself. So there are things that, that you, that you look to the Lord to do for you. Father, heal me. Um, father, help me to walk in the healing that you've already given me. Lord, help me to, um, pay attention to the things I'm putting in my mouth, to, to my activity levels, et cetera, depending on what the issue is. And so to an extent, there are things that you can do, right? Uh, so if I say, Lord, I want to grow already in you podcast to XYZ downloads. Now I can put that on my list and I can say, Lord, help me to do this. But if I don't go back to that and, and, and plan and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to launch this. We're going to launch this. We're going to talk about this, this, and this. We're going to do some Instagram lives. We're going to do, um, possibly get on YouTube. We're going to do this, 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 and this, right? If I don't, if I don't actually plan that out, then it remains something that I want on paper. And that's what, that's the difference between what I'm saying. There are certain things that you can write down and you say, Lord, only you can do this. There are other things that you, that you can write down and you can say, Lord, actually there's work here for you and me. And so if you haven't divvied up your lists, first of all, if you haven't made a list, please make one, have some expectations as you're walking into the new year. If you've made a list and you haven't divvied it up based according to what I'm saying right now, go ahead and do that too. Because we sometimes that's what we do. We delegate our dreams to the Lord and we leave them. And the Lord is looking at us like, no, 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 you have work to do too. Which is why he said to Timothy, study to show yourself approved. God could have just downloaded the Bible into us, right? So that there was nothing for us to do. We just open our mouths and speak Bible. And that's, and if you think about it, that's kind of how the kingdom of animals works. Nobody sits them down to teach them do this, do this, do this. They kind of just receive these things. They have these memories as, as, as a result of their, uh, I don't even know, as a result of who they are or what they are rather. They just have these memories. Now, of course, some of that is watching other 
um, animals. But like a lion knows how to stalk even without being taught. So you remove a baby lion from his mother at a at a at birth, he will he will learn, not even learn. He will just know how to pounce and how to stalk and all these other things just because. Now we're not like that, right? And so there's 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 a, a need for us to take that a step further and say, okay, Lord, I want these things. I want these 12 things, these 13 things. Um, there's three on here that I really have no control over. It really is going to be a miraculous provision from you. But the other 10, there are, there are ways that I partner with you. And I know we talked about that. There are ways that I partner with you so that we bring this to pass, right? Because me and the Lord is an unbeatable team period. Nothing. There's nothing I can't do with him. Right. Um, so I think it's important that we make sure that we're not delegating our dreams to the Lord. So if you haven't made a list, go ahead and make a list. But I was looking at my list and I'm like, Lord, you know, this for these 14 things I need you to do. And, you know, look at trying to look at them every day at a certain point and then looking a little deeper, at least once a week, Um, and I was looking at my list recently and I'm like, whoa, God, it's, it is literally 30 days in, it was the end of January, 30 days in, and you've already done so many things for me, not necessarily on my list. One thing for sure on my list that he just did last night. Um, and I will talk about it at some point. Remember I said, don't be mad at me for being that person that's testifying without really testifying. Um, but I'm going to say something about it. Um, very soon. So I just don't want to um, burst the bubble yet. So bear with me. I love you. Um, so yeah, God is already at work. And th- and this is, this is the beautiful thing about writing things down is because now you have something to look back, right? Uh, Lamentation says, Lamentations 3, this I recall, therefore I have hope. Give yourself things to recall. I know I've said that before. Give yourself things to recall. Write these things down and then go back and say, Lord, you did this on February 1st, 2023. Hello. Um, and, and I guarantee you that not only does it give you excitement as you continue to walk in the year, but it also, it also gives you more and more things to look forward to. Why? Because if you could do this, then why can't you do the other 13 things on this list? Hello. He can, and he will. And so we are officially in season two. Woo! Season two is here. Um, And we're going to just continue exploring things together, um, talking about different topics and possibly even doing a little bit more than that. Um, So thank you. Okay, and I know I always, always, always say thank you to, to, to you all, but I'm saying it again. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me, for listening to what I have to say, for being part of the Already In You family. I know that if you are um, on our email list, then you got a Happy New Year email from me um, back in January. Um, And if you aren't on the email list, go ahead and just drop your email so that you can see what I'm sending out at least once a month. Um, but yeah, I, I really, 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 really appreciate you and appreciate the fact that you care, um, and that you come back week after week and that we're hitting milestones. Um, I really, I can't thank you enough as we start off season two. I thought it best to introduce myself because you've gotten 
um, some new listeners. Um, we've gotten some new downloads. Um, and so I don't want to take for granted that everybody knows or that everybody has listened from the very first episode where I said, why already in you and who, who am I? So I'm going to introduce myself to you again. Okay. Um, just as we start, uh, season two, and this is something that by God's grace we'll do every season. Um, just because things are always changing. So hi, (laughs) my name is Aoife and I am the host of Already In You podcast. And um, yeah, I have been doing this for one year. Um, It's been a year, December 1st was one year. I started this in December, December 1st of 2022, 2023, no, oh Lord. December 21st of 2021. And that should be easy to learn. It's 122121. I mean 12121. Lord, these numbers 12121. So yeah, a whole bunch of ones and twos. But yes, I started um already in you podcast 121 of 21. And um it's been nothing but a blessing since we started. I have learned so much and I hope that you, whether you're joining me just now, I hope that you will learn a lot. And those of you that have been with me either from the beginning or somewhere in between, I hope you are learning a whole lot. The Lord gave me already in you. Oh God, I I don't even know. And that's, that's a horrible thing to say, but it's just the truth. He gave it to me so many years before 2021. Um, and those of you that know me personally know that that's something, um, that the Lord did give to me that I just, I pushed off and pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. And it's really, really appalling how long I had it and just did nothing with it. Um, and it's, yeah, I always say, forgive me, Lord. I know he's already forgiven me, but yeah, it it was a really long, a long time coming. Let me say it like that. Years, not, not months, years in the making. Um, but I finally, the Lord finally gave me the courage to just do it. And I was one of those people that just wanted everything to be perfect, right? Just, oh, I don't have the setup. You know, you see these people on, um, whether it's the gram or it's TikTok or it's YouTube and you see their beautiful sets up for the podcast and it looks like the radio microphones and all these things. And I definitely don't have any of that. Listen, y'all, I am recording in my room, in my bedroom to be exact. Most of the time I'm in my closet um, because it's quiet in there. And I know um, that my children won't bust in with some kind of crazy request, um, which will be recorded. Um, so yeah, needless to say, I don't have any of that. And I had told myself over and over and over that I need this before I can do this. I need this first. I need this first. Um, until it was just like, listen, you need to just start. Right. And I was reading, um, I I think I told you guys already that I am studying the old Testament. I was reading Deuteronomy, um, this morning where the Lord was, telling the Israelites Deuteronomy chapter two, you roamed around this mountain too long. It's time to move northward. And I kind of essentially just had one of those moments where the Lord is just like, listen, move northward enough, enough excuses, enough complaining, enough telling me what you don't have. What about all that you do have? And so I'm saying this to somebody, even as we kick off season two, that enough, enough telling the Lord what you don't have. Have you ever sat down to tell him all the things you do have? 
No, you don't have a million dollars, right? But you have a couple thousand maybe, right? That you can do something with. No, you don't have the dream job yet, but you have a job. And even if you don't have a job, no, you don't have the life of Mr. Bezos or um, uh, Mr. Tesla, I forgot, uh, Elon Musk. Um, You might not have that life, but you have a life. And are you using what you have and pouring it out to the Lord um, as an offering? And I think, yeah, that's essentially what happened to me. I just decided I'm going to start. And I, I have barely a setup. And I praise God for what I do have, though. And I praise God for... Um, the messages that have gone out with what I have. And I know that the days of all that big stuff is coming. I believe it by faith, but I'm not, I'm no longer in that place where I'm going to allow myself to be stopped by what I consider perfection or the lack thereof. So already in you, um, essentially started like that. And it started because I counsel a lot of people praise God. I counsel a lot of women and a couple guys too. Um, and, and, and the things that I speak to you guys about are the things that I, that I speak to a lot of people about over and over and over. And that was part of the reason why the Lord asked me to do already in you podcast, because I found myself saying a lot of the same things over and over and over again. And the beautiful thing about this podcast now is that I can say, Hey, have you listened to agony and heartache? Um, it's a three part, uh, series. Yeah. Go ahead and listen to that first and then let's schedule a talk. Let's schedule a time to talk. So it allows me not to necessarily be saying the same things over and over and over and over and over. Um, and I guess in a way I won't say wasting time because it's not a waste, but now I can do other things while you listen and then we can come back and start from that starting point. Um, so already in you, Um, is essentially the Lord's way of me giving to several people at once what I was giving to people one-on-one. And I still talk to a lot of people, but again, at least when we do talk, we start from that starting place and we move forward. Um, And in, in talking to so many people, it started to dawn on me this idea that a lot of us walk around with in Christianity where I need this in order to this. So even in the same line of thinking as I was thinking with my podcast, before I can launch, before I can do this, I need this setup, this microphone, this perfection, this, this. And a lot of us have that same mentality in Christianity where we say we're not going to, the Lord has brought us to the Red Sea, but we're not going to cross into the Red Sea because I don't have, I don't have a boat. I don't know how to swim. It's so many fish. The sharks are swimming. It's babies with me. My hundred-year-old grandmother is with me. How am I going to make it to the other side, etc., etc., etc.? And so we start to list these things before the Lord. Lord, I need this, and Lord, I need that, and Lord, I need, I need, I need. And these are not. Listen to me. Let me be very careful. I am not telling you that telling the Lord your needs is a bad thing. I'm not. I am saying to you, though, that if the Lord has brought you to the edge of the Red Sea, he brought you to the edge of the Red Sea because he wants you to walk into it. Not because he wanted you to get there and then start now praying for a whole bunch of new things that you need. I was I've been reading um, a whole bunch of books and that's a beautiful thing. I'm grateful for that. Um, I've been reading. I had I just finished, uh, let's say a month ago, I finished uh, Joyce Mayer's book. 
the battlefield of the mind. And one of the things she said in that book was, the Lord doesn't invite you to dinner and then make you pay for the bill. He's a gentleman. So if the Lord said, come on, let's have dinner, then he's He's going to take care of the bill. Now that's an, um, an analogy to say that the Lord doesn't call you to do something that you're not equipped to do. So again, if the Lord brought you to the edge of this Red Sea, then he wants you to walk into it. And you don't need to now begin to list the things that you need before him, before you do what he wants you to do. And so already in you is, 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 is an, is an ever evolving idea that basically flows around this, 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 the knowledge that God, what I need to do what the father wants, I have. I don't need to continue begging God for more faith and more peace and more joy and more love and more kindness and more gentleness and all the other fruits of the spirit. Why? Because what I need, I have. And I'm telling you today that whether it's for this year, 2023 or period, what you need, you have. And that's where already in you came from. Um, from first uh, Peter 1 3 that says all I need for life and godliness has been given has been in the past tense hello not that it is being given right not that um, daily I'm figuring out how to get this stuff no 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 everything I need has been given and we are not out here toiling and stressing and striving Um, to attain all these things, the things that I need, he gave, because that's the kind of God he is. What would I look like if, if, what would I look like as a mother, if my son was starting school on the first day and I told him, go ahead, you know, just wear your jacket, book bag, leave that here, pencils, pens, paper, uh, markers, highlighters, all that, leave it. Don't even worry about it. Go ahead to school with your jacket. Um, do I really expect him to do well? Now, on the first day, you might say, yeah, he could get away with that on the first day. But if I did the same thing 30 days in, just go ahead. Here's your lunch money. You don't need no books. You don't need your notebooks. Leave all that here. I don't want your back to hurt. Um, yeah, just go and come back. What kind of mother would I be? Am I really setting my son up for a success? Am I really telling him that you have what you need to do well? No, I send him with all this stuff to school, even if, and and, and to be honest, y- y'all know I'm one of them mothers. I'm like, yeah, just put it in your locker, right? Mommy, I don't need all this paper. It's okay. Put it in your locker. If you ever run out, then you know you have a, a mini CVS in here. I gave him extra stuff, wipes, um, hand sanitizer, an extra pack of pens, an extra pack of pencils, plus the ones in his uh, pencil case, um, all manner of stuff. He needed three spirals. I sent him with five, put the other two in your, in your, in your locker, just leave him there. And at the end of the year, we'll clean it out and whatever is left, we'll use it for next year. Do you see what I'm saying? So I didn't even give him what he needed. I gave him more than what he needed. And that's the kind of God we serve, who is a everlasting loving father. He is not sending you into the world with nothing. When he told us, go ye into the world, he kind of, he said that with the, with, with an understanding that we had what we needed, right? Especially after Pentecost, after the Holy Ghost came upon the disciples, then they really were equipped. But I, I believe that even before the Holy Ghost, when the Lord said, go ye into the world, he wasn't sending them with nothing. 
Because that would be wicked. That would be totally unfair. That would be un, un, unheard of. If you tell me you love me and you send me somewhere with nothing. What? Go to Publix and buy me a gallon of milk. Okay, how? I, I, I don't know. Well, mommy, how is that going to work? Buy me some milk and here's the money. Bring me back the change. That's the kind of God we serve. And and the truth is, I don't even think God is looking for the change. Hello? The change is for us. That's that abundant life. Thank you, Lord. Um, so, yeah, that's already in you for you. I do not believe that the Lord wants us out here striving and struggling to be saved. Striving and struggling to live abundant lives. Striving and struggling um, to wake up with a smile on our face. These are things that are ours. These are things that he gave us already. We have to just walk in it. So already in you seeks to let you know that what you need to do what the father wants you have, you have it. So that's already in you in a nutshell. Like I said, my name is Eva. I am married for almost 14 years. I have two beautiful children, a son going on 12, a daughter going on nine. Um, I have a background in healthcare administration and informatics. Um, I'm not working in that right now, though. Um, I am a budding entrepreneur. Let me say that right now. I'm looking to establish myself in so many different ways and for the Lord to perfect that part of my life. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have uh, things that I'm working on, things that I'm praying for. Um, I do not in any way have the, the quintessential perfect life. Um, but I do believe that I am incredibly blessed and I'm so grateful for that. Um, I am number three of five sisters born to two fabulous parents. I have a boatload of nieces and just two nephews. Um, um, I, yeah, I could keep going. I could say so many things about who I am. Um, but I think, you know, I think that, that pretty much sums it up. I am just a lover of all things Jesus um, and have been for a very long time. And I think I'll just end by telling you guys a little bit about what I'm learning in this season. So I said that I've been reading a lot more, both the Bible and other books. Um, And I think what I'm learning is really based on those things. So I have learned about a lot about my mind, a lot about the way I think and how to get that right back in order right because yeah life will mess that up for you really quickly um and so so miss joyce Meyer helped me to do that and and I, that that is absolutely a book that i would recommend especially if you're like me i have very little to say out of my mouth um i am typically a quiet person unless i'm talking about the lord preaching ministering counseling or giving advice um even at home very 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 quiet uh but i have a lot going on in my mind and and so yeah i'm one of those people that that's quiet on the outside but my mind is always moving always moving and sometimes it's not always moving in the right direction um and we know that the bible says as a man thinks in his heart right so is he so if i'm not thinking the right things then the likelihood that i'm going to be doing the right things is slim to none not even slim to none it's actually not possible 
um, because your your doing follows your thinking. And so um, that is definitely something that I have learned and am continuing to learn. Um, as it, I now have the knowledge, having read the book, I just need to walk in it. And so when I catch myself doing things or, or thinking things rather that that do not align with the principles of the Lord, um, it's, it's a quick shakeup, you know, and the beautiful thing about it is that the Lord will always remind you, hey, we learn better, you know, better than this, right? That beautiful, beautiful little voice in the back of your mind that, that just says, hey, this is this is not me. And, and, and you, you know, you kind of shake yourself like, oh yeah, um, I know better. I'm supposed to be doing better. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things I'm learning, keeping my mind stayed on him. Um, because that's part of the issue too. Part of the reason why we don't know that we have what we need is because we listen to what the world tells us that we don't have. Um, and that voice is almost always louder than the voice that's telling you what you do have. Um, And so constantly realigning myself to that, I have what I need. The world will continue to tell you that you need this and you need that. Um, And again, don't misunderstand me because some of that stuff is true. You know, part of what we have to do is add value um, to the things that we're doing in order for them to be valuable. Um, So, so on the one hand, so there is a balance. That's, that's essentially what I'm saying. There is a balance to this idea of continuously attaining things, but also being able to rest in what the Lord has already given you. Um, There is a fine line there. So, so skirt it carefully. So yes, my mind, learning about uh, my mind and doing the things that I need to do to keep that thing right. That's definitely one of the things I'm learning. I'm learning about tongues. And my pastor gave me this book by Kenneth Hagin um, called Why Tongues. And the truth of the matter is I I cannot dive deep into this topic yet. You can see that I'm fired up about already in you because I've been doing, I've been talking about it for a long time, um, and I and I have a lot to say. As for tongues, I am still learning about it, and I I don't think that I can do it justice. Hello, we not serving half baked cakes out here. I don't want the ooey gooey center with the cake on the outside, um, and so it's not completely baked yet. But what I will say is I'm learning the value of speaking and praying in tongues. I think that growing up, I know that that this is a divisive issue in the body of Christ. Um, And so if you don't speak in tongues, you know, praise God. I do believe that it is a, it is a, uh, a gift that the Lord has given his body. Um, But it doesn't need to divide us. It really doesn't. Um, But yeah, I grew up knowing about tongues for sure. And the Lord um, I will never forget the day the Lord gave me tongues in my college, in my college, um, um, don't, uh, well, not my dorm room. It was my friend's apartment. Actually, she had invited me over and I had told her how I was struggling with this thing. Um, I had been prayed for by so many people and I was just so upset because my, my younger sister, um, number four, she got her tongues before I got mine. And I was just so jealous. I was so envious of the fact that she was speaking in tongues and I just was not. Um, and I remember being prayed for by my, uh, my best friend in, in college, you know, the Lord literally brought her into my life at a, at a very 
key point, right? When my sister um, had had left, uh, we were at Ball State University together and she had left and I was, it was essentially this vacuum. Anyway, let's not even get to get into all that. But I, she came at a very important point in my life. Her and her roommate at the time prayed for me and the Lord um, filled me in their living room as I rolled around <laughs> on their on their floor and and so I have spoken tongues since then I mean what is that almost 20 years I think and and so it's just it it just kind of was what it was it was the way it was kind of explained to me or, or the way maybe I should say the way I received it um was just that tongues tongues kind of kicked in where English failed you you know where the I was always taught taught or I thought rather that you know when the Bible talks about that that the spirit um, that the groanings, right, of our spirits, you know, that those utterances that can't be understood, that that's pretty much what tongues were. So if I could carry on in my prayer in English, um, then where English failed me, right, where the agony and the, the burdens of my heart, where English w- wouldn't suffice, that's where tongues kind of kicked in. So I've always kind of lived with this idea of, okay, pray in English. And, 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 and I'm talking about your individual prayer. So I'm not talking about in the body because that the Bible already tells us that that doesn't make sense to, to, to be speaking, praying for the brethren or praying with the brethren and praying in tongues. They cannot receive that. Tongues is a conversation between you and your maker only. Okay. So Again, we'll get into this, I think, at some point. I, again, I need to, yeah, I need to handle this topic before I can give it to anyone else. But anyway, um, I've always been, I always thought that. So where I would carry on in English and where the the urge to move forward um, without the language came, then I would move into tongues. And I'm learning now based on that book and based on some teachings from my pastor recently that that's not necessarily the case, right? I do think that there is a place for that. And if that's how you pray in tongues, please continue. But there's also another place where the Bible says that he that speaks in tongues speaks mysteries. Um, And not mysteries to the point of, of, again, helping those around you. No, it is literally between you and the Lord. And the beautiful thing about praying in tongues is it's the most accurate way to pray. Why? Because when you pray in tongues, you're praying what he wants you to pray. Number one, and then you give and then you're praying back to him. So it's like this beautiful circle where I'm given what to pray from by you. And then I'm giving it back to you by praying it. Um, and so it takes away a lot of the selfish praying that we do, right? Have you ever looked at your prayer list and looked at the things that actually benefit you? How many things on this in some way, shape or form benefit you? The truth of the matter is, if you're really being honest, probably 80, 85, 90 percent of what's on our prayer list benefits us in some way. Lord, bless my son. Well, that's benefiting me. Lord, bless my husband. Lord, Lord, help his business to to do well. That's benefiting me somewhat, somehow. Lord, keep my parents healthy. That's benefiting me. Lord, promotion at work benefiting me. Right now, if you have if you are one of the few people that prays for the nation, that prays for the United States, that prays for the president, I guess in a way that prayer kind of benefits you, but I will count that um, in the uh, in the opposite column that you're actually praying praying stuff that's not just you. And and the the thing is, like sometimes we don't know what to pray, right? We just don't know what to pray. You could be praying for all the things that that are generally on your prayer list, and the Lord is actually pulling you to pray for something else. 
There have been too many testimonies where someone was moved to pray. They didn't know what to pray, so they prayed in tongues. And then later, you know, someone will trace back to the time. You, you'll hear a testimony or someone will call you. Yeah, this is what I was going through just recently. And you, you're like, okay, well, when was this happening? Oh, what happened to me uh, two days ago at 7 p.m.? This is when it all started. And then you remember, wait, 7 p.m., the Lord pulled me into prayer, but I had no word, so I prayed in tongues. So praying in tongues is actually the, the most perfect way to pray. Um, because you pray, you cannot pray amiss when you're praying in tongues because you're praying according to what the Lord would have you pray. Um, and so again, I'm still hashing this thing out, still trying to wrap my mind around it. Still the cake is, the cookies are still baking y'all. Um, but that's definitely number two, the number two thing of what I'm learning. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited about it cause it's, it's opening up a deeper dimension, um, into my prayer life, which, which I think we all need, you know, levels. Uh, we all need to go deeper and deeper, which is why Paul said, I press towards the mark of the high calling enough, low, enough of the low, right? It's time to, to get into a little bit of that high. And the last thing that I'm learning, um, that I want to talk to you or that I want to tell you guys about right now is humility, humility. Oh man, that is such a huge word. Oh, that I don't think we talk about enough. My pastor, again, gave me a book to read and I've just finished it today, literally right before um, this, um, right before I recorded this. And in reading that book, it's a book called Literally Humility and it's by Andrew Murray. And Andrew Murray is a very, I mean, he's, he's gone, he's with the Lord, um, but he's in that class of old time um, ministers of the gospel. He's he's up there with Smith Wigglesworth and and Moody and and all those ones um, that 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 preceded us long <laughs> centuries ago. Um, and so he's he's writing this book on humility. And I think I'm one of those people that I never would have called myself arrogant. I don't think that I am. Um, I still don't think I am. But I think that even in not thinking that I am, there is room right there to see how that even that can be somewhat problematic, right? Because I, I mean, I don't really have much to boast about. While I am incredibly blessed and I give God praise for that, I'm not the type to, will I say, toot my own horn or um, put myself out there. Um, I am the, the girl at the party that nobody knows is at the party. And I like it like that, right? Um, um, I'm all the way in the back. I am, um, I'm, I don't even know. Recently at church, um, the, the head usher has been asking me and my husband to sit on the front row. And the first day she did it, I looked at her like, what? She was like, yeah, can you sit up here? And I, and I was just like, I almost wanted to tell her no, but she, she just walked away. Like, I think she knew I was, you know, trying to come up with a reason not to say no. So she just walked away and I'm like, oh God. So anyway, yeah, I had to move to the front row and we've been sitting up there ever since because it's where she wants us to, to be. But you can imagine how uncomfortable that is for someone like me who just, you know, I want to be close to the front because I want to hear um, well. I want nothing to distract me, but I definitely don't want to be in the front row. But anyway, that's me. That's typically me. And so, you know, I would never put pride anywhere near me, right? Not because it's beneath me, just because it's really just not me. Um, 
But even even in that, even in that, there is an aspect of pride there. And I love this book because he speaks to pride on so many different levels. Because I think, again, that if you're like me, you can live with this idea that I'm good in that area. I think I'm. the Lord has kind of kept me from the wiles of pride. And you don't realize that even in, um, oh, well, I say your shyness, there is still elements of pride there. Um, why? Because when you allow yourself, your character, your persona, your personality to dictate how you move, then you've given it a voice or you've given it power over the, 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 the spirit of God inside you. And whenever there's an imbalance there, pride, pride ensues um, or it's a result of pride. And so it's reading this book that I'm just like, Lord, wow. <sighs> I still, you know, I need help. Like, whoa, you know, and it's beautiful because it's an eye opener. Um, You know, it's not one of those things where you beat yourself up and say, oh, here we go again. Another thing I got to work on. That's not it because it's not. Remember, remember what we talked about in John chapter 15. He cuts away the branches that don't bear fruit. Um, It's just a knowledge. It's a knowledge that this is here. And it's and it's again, just like fasting, it's a reliance on the Lord to say, Lord, you, you got to clean me up because if you don't, I'm walking around here completely blemished and completely just looking a mess and not even knowing that I look a mess, right? You know, that whole idea of lipstick on your teeth, if you're a woman and you don't even know there's lipstick on your teeth. That's the beautiful thing about the mirror of the word of God. You can look into it and say, Oh, I need to wipe that off. And that's essentially what this book has done for me in the area of humility. Um, and so, yeah, um, our pastors have have given us so many books. Lord, I was telling my husband the other day, I don't know how we're going to get through all these books. We don't even have time. And plus the books that I bought for myself that I wanted to to read as well. So needless to say, I'm going to be doing a lot of reading this year. But I did tell the Lord that I definitely wanted to get uh, 10 books read. And I think I'm I'm already at three. So I definitely am going by God's grace, let's say I will surpass that. Um, but I need knowledge. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. But yes, this is already in you. Season two starts right now. And I'm so excited. Some of you have sent me some things you would like for me to talk about in this season. I think I've gotten two so far. So if there is a topic that you have been scratching your head about, that you want to know more about or that you know a little bit about but you want us to dig deeper please let me know send me an email at ife at already in you.com ife ife at already in you.com or dm me on instagram um facebook um i would love 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 to hear from you um yeah so i hope you are excited about season two um we are off to a great start. Um, but more than anything, I am excited for you that we are here in 2023, ready and able and equipped to do what our father wants us to do. Happy new year again to you. Remember all you need for life and godliness has been given. It's already given. It's already yours. It's already in you. I love you plenty. Thank you.